Welcome to a place called Beloved. Hello, sweet human. I'm your host, Kia Harlan, and this podcast is created to cultivate creativity through faith, friends, and family, and keeping it so freaking for real. So grab a Bev, pull up a chair, and let's dive into this week's cup of tea. Hey, it's just Kia today, and I hope you've boiled your tea, pulled up a chair, and are ready to have a little chat um, as we go into this week. I have just been thinking a lot (laughs) what's new, Um, and I think one of the thoughts that just has been lingering in this last month is, dang, life is too darn long. And I don't know if you've felt that sentiment, but lately it just feels like it's so much. Like there's so much life to live. Um, I have a lot I want to do, but at the same time, the motivation is really low. I think I've said that in other episodes and I just don't feel like I have what it takes. And frankly, I don't. I don't have what it takes. Um, And thankfully, you know, I have the Lord to lean on, um, but I think that it just, it just, sometimes it just doesn't click and it doesn't feel that way. And as much as I know it in my mind, it's just not felt in the heart. Um, I was telling my therapist, um, you know, I really want is a beautiful life. He said, you know, what do you really want in life? And I said, I want a beautiful life. And I felt really bad saying that. Um, that I just want this beautiful life of doing beautiful things and, you know, surrounding myself with beauty and wonderful people. And, and I don't think it's a bad desire, but I think it's really hard, um, to want that when so much is happening in the world right now. Um, that makes me feel guilty for wanting a simple, easy life, um, because I think it would be very much easier um, to kind of tap out a little bit and to create this other world, this kind of fantasy, this other reality, um, and kind of escape, escapism, if you will. Um, I think that it's a really valid response to what's going on in the world right now. And... I still feel bad about it though. I still feel bad for failing that way. And I have this impending dread that life is going to be really difficult and I don't know how to do it. And I think that comes with a lot of this loneliness, this feeling that no one quite gets how I'm feeling. And I wish that I could just spill it out to someone and that they would just get it and that they would make me feel better. And... Um, I think that our world puts a lot of pressure on individualism, on making yourself feel better and being self-sufficient. Um, and I think I've had a battle with that a little bit because I feel that I just really need people. Um, and I don't want to say it in like a codependent way. And I think it could lead into that. But I've also regained some of my confidence in knowing that, hey, it is okay to reach out to people. And maybe one of my superpowers is that I'm okay with asking for that help. And not everyone has that confidence or not everyone, 
you know, is able to let go of their ego and do that. Um, but I think that I am very knowing of when I have reached my limit and that I would like some help and I would like a hug and I'm okay with asking for those affirmations. And I think that's really not in line with what, you know, our culture is telling us. Um, our culture is telling us a lot of like self-love and, you know, you can do it yourself and, you know, you're a boss babe and all this stuff. And I think while some of that can be true, I've also realized how intertwined I am with my community, how so much of who I am is because of the people around me and that I should not seek to remove myself from my community and just become self-sufficient. I don't think that's the answer. I think that it's incredibly vulnerable to have to rely on other people, but I think that is where there is a connection point and there is a beauty in that vulnerability where we become closer to those around us. When other people see our flaws, I think that For those who don't care about us, I think it's validating for them, right? But for those who care about us and who love us, I think being able to see through the cracks in us, it definitely brings me closer to other people when they're able to be vulnerable and share what they're genuinely struggling with, whether it's being angry or being really sad or frustrated or whatever it is. I think when we have those moments and they genuinely share with me, I just feel so close to them. Like, I'm like, I love you so much more because you shared that. Like, dang, like, I could relate to you. And instead of them being untouchable, it's like, come here. Like, they're there. Did you bite more than you could chew? Like, here, come, let me give you a hug. Um, And so I think that, yeah, I've been learning to rely on my community. And I think in this semester, I have very few classes. I only meet twice a week and that has opened up a lot of alone time for myself to be working on my capstone, which is awesome, but also it has forced me to be way more intentional with who I'm hanging out with and who I'm making plans with because it's kind of all up to me to make those plans. Obviously, like I have people reaching out and that's awesome, but ultimately I'm making my schedule. So to make sure I fit in time for those people and um, put value in that, I think is really important for me moving forward in this semester. I'm also realizing that loneliness is not just something that is filled by there being people. I think I've realized that it's this longing to be seen Um, in working on my magazine, Sonder, that just came out. Um, My friend Rowan had this great poem or prose piece that he wrote. And in it, he talks about how loneliness is um, people not seeing the beauty within you. And I think that when I'm by myself, I think I feel that way more viscerally. But even when I'm in a group, if I'm not having, you know, a genuine conversation and it stays surface level, there is this element of feeling like, wow, I'm not being seen. Um, And I think that it can become really depressing for me 
when I want to say for like the last couple months, my baseline, (laughs) like what I return to has been like kind of like this constant sadness. Um, and so that hasn't been my favorite thing, (laughs) if I'm going to be honest. Um, but I think I'm learning to be more okay with it and also realizing that I can do something about it. Sometimes it's out of my control and it's like, you know what, I'm just going to feel kind of icky about it and it's okay. And we're just going to try again tomorrow and, you know, just get some rest. Don't stay up too late. Um, and I think other times there's points where I can create that connection. And I think knowing that I had the power to create those connections is giving me a lot of autonomy and giving me that confidence, knowing that, Hey, like if I'm feeling really lonely, like, Hey, I can reach out. I can talk to, um, my mom, my dad, I can talk to a couple friends and Hey, it may feel really desperate kind of going down my roster and calling different people, but it's okay. Like you can do that. And, you know, there, there's time to be able to self-regulate and really be able to say those affirmations over yourself and, and feel better and like, be like, okay, you know what? Like I can do this on my own. And then there's also time where you can reach out and talk to, talk to the friends, talk to the girlies and, um, know that you are loved. Recently, I reached out, I kind of went through this crisis episode where I was like, who am I? And I had a little bit of an identity crisis, um, just kind of forgetting what makes me me and why people love me. And I literally reached out to some of my close friends and had them send me a little paragraph of like, hey, what are your favorite things about me? What are some of my biggest strengths? And it was so sweet hearing those things because I don't think we say them enough. I was just talking to my friend Evelyn about that. We don't tell people how much we appreciate them often until they're gone, right? Or there's a void. Um, And so I think I want to make it more of an intention to tell people how much I love them when I'm with them. But also I want to talk like really good about you when you're not there. Like when I'm around people who know you, oh, I'm talking amazing things about you because I want everyone else to know just how awesome you are. Um, and I want them to hear through the grapevine that they're awesome too, you know? Um, because I think as much as it's great to be able to vent about the things going on in our life and be able to process those, I also want to be like spreading that positivity and spreading, um, that good feeling. Yeah. And I think lastly, as I'm looking at this week and feeling like, whew, there's a lot of anxiety, waking up with it, feeling like, gosh, like life is really long. I don't know how I might do this. Um, I remember what my friend Emma said, I can't die now. I got to go to Japan. And so (laughs) what that means is like, whatever it is, those little things like create those pockets of happiness, um, create something to look forward to. And I think this week, um, it's having, a couple friends on the podcast. I just uh, recorded an episode and that was super fun um, and super like, wow, like now we have a place where this can live. Like so many of these conversations that I've been wanting to have, that they can live here now. And that's so exciting. Um, and I think also celebrate your achievements. 
I am terrible at celebrating my achievements. Whether it's finishing my to-do list or something really big happens, I am so quick to worry about it or like not make it a big deal. And I think you are a big deal. Like you are amazing. So it is not too much to ask to celebrate it when it's really big. And even when it's small, like small things are big too, you know? And it's the small things that add up over time that are the satisfaction in life. I think that like the big things can be satisfying, but it truly is the lifestyle things I think that are going to get me through. And at 22, I don't know this for certain, but I have a strong feeling about this one. So you can take it or leave it. Um, But I think sometimes it's literally like I'm in my bed today and I'm a boss babe. So yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, finding those, those pockets of peace. I have a space on campus that I love to go to. It's the up house or the haunted house, as many people know it. There's the colony couch on um, that up house. I really don't want to think about what has been on that couch, but that has been my safe space for the last uh, couple semesters. I really love going there and reflecting. And so find those, those spaces that you can just decompress and rest a little bit and celebrate what you've been doing in life. Um, And you know what? Just take it a step at a time. That's what I'm telling myself is, you know what? Let's just get through today and tomorrow we'll worry about itself. Um, But thank you guys for listening to the pod for this episode. I hope you have a wonderful week and remember to sit down, drink some tea, reflect, and you've got this.